Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson, and this is that nerd dad podcast where we talk parenting, pop culture, and politics. And this just so happens to be the last episode of 2022. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, got a special guest for my final show of the year. Uh, I brought back Officer Sean Shapiro, and he and I, uh, I show him some products that I found on TikTok that are probably illegal, and I got him to talk about them. And we have some fun with that. We also talk about just the idea of winter driving, things like that. Uh, Sean is just one of those charismatic guys. He is just one of those guys who gets it, and he's fun, and this is a great interview and a great way to end the year. So I'm going to throw to him now. Thanks for tuning in. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Hello and thanks for tuning in, everyone. As promised, today, my guest, Police Constable Sean Shapiro, is back, the voiceover cop. Sean, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm better now. You're better now. Why are you better I'm, now? Well, because I'm hanging out with the nerd dad. It's that nerd dad, not the nerd dad, but, you know. You know why I'm that nerd dad, not the nerd dad? Because we're some, all nerd dads? No, because some jackass already had the nerddad.com <laughs> taken. And I had to, I'm like, I gotta, gotta you had to get creative. Them. Get creative. But there's very few voiceover cops, I'll bet. I've, I've bet yet to meet one. Yeah. Everyone you talk to, I'm sure. Not as nice. <laughs> How are you, man? How's the family? I can't complain. Everyone's doing all right. You know, we're, yeah. we're getting ready for that big dump of winter snow. Uh, and uh, I'm not I'm not looking forward to shoveling or snow blowing or, or any kind of work actually in re- related to weather. Do you have a do you have a snowblower? I are do. Snowblower um, guy. If it starts, I have a snowblower. If it starts, it'll be running. Okay, so it's gas it powered. It is. Yeah, go big I, or go I home. have an electric one. I hate it because of the I, cord. Yeah, I I, I got to tell you the, the the gas powered ones that they're work too, uh, but I, this one's propelled, okay. uh, and I, but, but I think my my reasoning for disliking it is because I have a an association that's negative. The day I bought that, and the guys from from the the tire that's Canadian put it in my trunk, they pushed it forward, and it wasn't fitting, so I I, I just dropped my seat down, and uh, and then they pushed it again, and then I smashed my iPad Pro. Because, yeah, I had, I had my, I had, so I, I now relate my snowblower to $600 of repair. Um, and th- I feel bad now. I was feeling oh pretty good, but now God. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, that's a shitty, shitty moment in time. No bueno. It was no, no bueno. No bueno is a great way of putting it. All right. I want to talk to you about something. We'll get to a game in a second. I'm going to call it naughty or nice. But okay. I want to start talking about something that uh, you had on your show recently under your, like, ask me anything section for mm-hmm. a police constable. And uh, the question was, is it illegal to not clear off the snow on the top of your car? Now, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but your position was, I think it is because it's like you're traveling. You're uh, unsafe load, I believe, was the phrasing. You in- insecure load. So, there and this is an this is, this becomes something we we argue about, and, and we we can lay a charge, and and people can disagree, and that's what courts are for. Uh, there's no didn't clear the snow off the roof of my truck charge. Uh, 
However, if something flies off your vehicle and hits somebody else's and you cause a collision, you're responsible for that. It's not just like, uh, you know, it's there and it's not my fault because, you know, the the great being from above put it there. No, it's still something you're responsible for. And because when you heat up your vehicle in that wonderful winter months, you develop this nice little film of water as, as you melt it. Not only will that, you know, refreeze and turn into ice, becoming a larger thing to fly off your vehicle, but when you hit the brakes, all of that wonderful stuff slides down, blinds you, causes collisions. So if it obstructs your view, it's it's drive while view obstructed. That's a charge clearly put in the HTA. So you have to clear all your windows so you can see. But the stuff on your roof usually goes untreated because people don't want to get the extendable, uh, you know, uh, wish wash wisher brush, and generally don't care, right? Well, what happens is you're carrying this load. You're responsible for, if it was gravel, you'd be responsible for it. Why is snow different? There's no exemption. So I believe it applies. And I have many officers who agree with me. And uh, you should be clearing that snow. So he, here's where I want to, uh, I don't know if plays devil advocate. I want to add a scenario to this. Sure. Because now we're under the assumption that this is this is my property, the snow on the roof of my car. <laughs> okay. We have seen, and you I'm sure have seen as well, viral videos of road rage in can of can in Canada of in the wintertime. And it's somebody who gets out and clears off another guy's car with his snow brush. Yes. Is he now touching my property? Yeah, I don't I don't support <laughs> or endorse the cleaning of other people's vehicles while standing in traffic. That's not a good move. <laughs> right. uh, is it entertaining on TikTok? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, is it something that I would endorse? No. So where was that where would that fall then? I, well, are you assaulting him? No. Is it mischief? No. It's very strange. I think it would be an interesting right? call to, to police. Uh, but, but this guy cleaned my car. Um, it, it would be... It, I, it's on I, dash cam because so, someone's recorded it. I don't think you are truly assaulting somebody. Uh, you're not. You're touching their car. Are you damaging? If you damaged their car, you'd be responsible for the damages. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very gray area. <laughs> So I figured. But when I heard you say that, I was like, what about those guys who get out of their car and clean other people's cars? Well, what about squeegee kids? You know, I would, I, I'll tell you, squeegee kids, I got no time for it. But if they were snow removal kids, there is a business opportunity, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just at the corner with the snow brush. Technically speaking, the Safe Streets on uh, the Safe Streets Ontario Act is that I, I may be saying that incorrectly. Uh, I won't be able it's, to correct you. You're 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 actually not permitted to uh, to do that stuff like uh, go and squeegee and whatnot. Uh, you can be charged for it, but how many people would actually pay someone to clear off their car every morning? I mean, that sounds like a good thing, but technically not legal at an intersection. So you're saying that I wouldn't have to do my wife's car for her before she leaves? I, I want to get what I've been seeing in Russia on these YouTube videos, and it's like a, a truck that drives through. Uh, it's got a crane arm, and it has a giant hair dryer on it, and it just blows all the snow off of every car in the parking lot. That, I think, is a miracle. That That is a gift from above. Literally? Did you mean the pun there? Yes. <laughs> Last time you were on. We talked about uh, something I refer to as Bluetooth seatbelts. Yes. Talked, talked about your dad being uh, not the best when it comes to wearing his seatbelt. Yeah. And uh, you're like, never, never heard of it. Uh, so I sent you, I sent you the link, uh, and I'll show the picture here. Uh, available eight ninety eight on Amazon. 
how illegal are these? And I love that it says they like do not use is right on them. <laughs> do not use. Uh, all that does is trick the car to believe that the, the well, it, the latch is there. It gives a, a, a connection yeah. so that the beeper stops beeping. And, you know, as much as I dislike the sound of the you no know, wearing a seatbelt, the reason it's there is to tell you to put on the bloody seatbelt because it's the best way to protect yourself in the event of a collision, to make sure you both stay in the seat and not get ejected, uh, but you also maintain control of your vehicle. So people looking for ways to circumvent having to wear the uh, the seatbelt to stop the alarm. Uh, I mean, listen, if, if you really want to get into it, why even buy that? Just put it behind you and, and, and sit on your seatbelt. Not a good option. So that's how you do it. You sit on the seatbelt. Wait, well, you save yourself eight ninety nine if you're not going to wear your seatbelt. Just clip it in. But, but that's it's ludicrous because you really an airbag doesn't work on its own. It works in conjunction. It's a seatbelt restraint system, suggesting there's more than one thing in play. You need the airbag to to, to get the airbag to work properly. You need to have a seatbelt. Otherwise, you get really really broken because that thing deploys at two hundred miles per hour. Oh yeah, no, you'll destroy yourself. Have you seen the, the the pictures of airbags that have full makeup imprints? Like that's a full print of the face. Uh, yeah, it's not. I, I, I often tell people when it comes to seatbelt deployment. My dad was in a fender bender, little bumps and bruises, nothing major. But he says that airbag hurt like hell. <laughs> I was shocked. I was involved in a collision uh, six months after my motorcycle collision that took me off the uh, off the motorcycle. Uh, I was in, I, I T-boned. A guy pulled out of traffic uh, in, right into my path as I was approaching a red light, and I hit him hard. It spun. He said he's never pirouetted in a car, and he just, <laughs> he, 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 is, he spun. And I was shocked that my airbags didn't deploy. They didn't I, go off? I hit him hard. And yeah, no airbags. But oddly enough, we didn't need the airbags. It would have been overkill. And I'm but still... Mind you, the difference, but I kind of want the airbags to have gone off now because uh, they didn't, they fixed my car for $20,000 instead of writing it off. And the airbags at $3,500 roughly per airbag, if two or three of those would have gone off, that, that car would have been a write off. <laughs> I would have had a brand new truck. You were in a truck and you T boned someone. Yeah, full size truck. Gravy. Four wow. before. The fact that you're able to uh, tell the story means it all had a relatively happy ending. But holy moly. Yeah, I, I was terrified. I had both my kids in the car, in their car seats. Yep. Um, and my wife, who at that moment was tending to the kids, so she turned around uh, to, to see what was going on. So she actually suffered the worst injuries. Uh, I, I was relatively okay. Uh, the kids were, were fine with their six-point racing harness uh, uh, car seats. Car seats, for the parents watching listening, car seats are good. Don't be in a rush to get rid of them. Keep your kids in them as long as you can. Keep them rear-facing. I heard you talk recently about... Um, until uh, the the snowsuits. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a t another thing. Give give give, give those. Well, let's break it down. Them. So first of all, my my cousin is a doctor. He's a learned doctor. I'm sure they're all learned doctors, he's but he's my terrible. cousin. So <laughs> he, he he teaches other doctors to be doctors. So he must be good at something. Uh, he says rear facing till four years old, and uh, I think that that sounds crazy, except for the fact that it's the best thing for your kids. Yeah. I, I I try and figure. I couldn't do it. My kids are giants. I'm six foot five. My kids are naturally taller than the average kid, and um, putting folding them like origami to get them into a car seat wasn't good and they and they weren't four so they were forward facing before four in any case it's ideal to keep them uh, rear facing uh, because it distributes all the impact across their back instead of their neck going forward that's where most injuries occur uh, and what we talk about seatbelts in general big fluffy jackets winter clothing bad for seatbelts car seats doesn't matter your age adults and kids alike 
when you get behind the wheel of the car, you should take your, your big fluffy layer off and and and, uh, and allow the seatbelt to be as snug and close to your body as possible. So this is a, a polar fleece. I use this as my example. Uh, it's it's a sweater. It's it's not fluffy. There's no down layer. There's no spongy uh uh, delay when you get into a collision and you're being thrusted forward and you accelerate into it. You're actually, actually you can actually pop out of your clothes. Well, well there's pop out as one side, but also um, when you, when you get into a collision, there's multiple collisions. So you're traveling at 90 kilometers an hour, let's say. Well, okay, we'll call it 100 for for easy easy numbers. Uh, you are traveling at 100. And you hit something that's 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 traveling zero. Your body <laughs> is still traveling at 100, even though the bumper has now stopped. It's you know now you're now you're inside your uh, inside the car you're traveling forward and you're stopped by the seatbelt. Well, if there's no uh, if it's snug against your body, there's no second collision or there's minimal second uh, collision. If you have that ability to continue moving uh, for a few inches, there's that second uh, pop where you are are, are stopped by the. Uh, seatbelt as opposed to just stopped all at once. I, I, I hope I'm, I'm describing this yeah, in yeah, a way yeah. that everyone can understand. Now, after that occurs, your organs are still traveling at 100 kilometers an hour, and they come to a crash onto the inside of your body. So there's multiple stops occurring. You want to reduce the number of impacts and having a snug seatbelt. You talk about race car drivers. Uh, they are strapped into their car seats. There is no movement. They are one with that seat. And the reason being is they want to reduce the, the multitude of impacts. Like that you called it a car seat for the race car drivers. <laughs> yeah, I, I recently went down and, and saw some friends at a, at a track. Uh, you may have seen the, the, the TikTok. I got I, I squished my butt into a very small race car and yep. was, snu- was effectively snuggling with, uh, <laughs> with the driver. It was very uncomfortable. Very Just awkward. Two of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I almost needed help to get out of that, but that's another story. Uh, the, the deal is they actually custom form seat inserts to go onto a racing seat frame. It's very, I didn't know, but I had no idea. You figure get into a seat, it's a seat, but they actually custom form them to the shape of their butts. Was this a race car race car? Or was this just like a high-end luxury car? No, no, this I, was a, a track race car. So a track the, race car. Yeah, they they uh, uh, they specifically, they, they have different series of, of vehicles and they will teach you how to race a car if you are so inclined. Inclined, inclined from the uh, from a front wheel drive or a rear wheel drive, like a Miata series, and then yeah. they'll move you up. You go into like Audis, and and this was a op- I think they, it's a prototype uh, open cockpit type race car. Uh, this happened to have two seats side by side, but can be configured different ways. It was powered by a Busa, a, a Hayabusa engine, and this thing goes like stink. It's an expensive toy. Uh, but if you if you got the uh, the coin to learn how to race, they will take you through the steps. And this was a Kayabogi, Kayabuga, Kayabuga in Ottawa. I can't ever say that okay. properly. I did the um, the during COVID. I would say two years ago, myself, my brother, and my dad did a race car experience at the uh, Motor Sports out in I don't know, close to Peterborough, uh, and we all got race cars. My dad got a Corvette. Uh, my brother drove a Nissan or whatever. I was supposed to drive a Lambo, but the Lambo wasn't available. So they're like, at the last minute, they upgraded me, and I got to drive a McLaren. <laughs> oh, nice. And what was funny was I knew uh, I was timid. And the guy, got like, you have a passenger who's an expert driver, and he's telling me, he's like, you need to go faster. He's like, you need to give it, like, give her. And I'm like, I feel like I'm flying in this car. You want me to go faster? He's like, 
you're gonna get past giver like go 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 and he's like i'll, I'll tell you i'll warn you don't worry but uh yeah, i was uh, i was too scared to do it <laughs> I, I wonder if i would fit in that car that's always my first I, it's not about how fast i can go yeah. It's whether or not I'll fit. And, and just uh, to go back to my, it's Calabogie racetrack, and it was Travis Hill Racing. It was Travis Hill who was uh, giving me the, the, the tour that I was snuggling with. That's so, awesome. <laughs> but you know Well. <laughs> uh, we, 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 have, we have become more acquainted as a result. Yeah. Well, it was very, uh, yeah. Uh, so. Tis the season. <laughs> well, Yeah amazing stuff that they do and I, i've got a couple of friends that are in the racing biz and uh i i'm sure that one day i will go fast on a track i i i've driven cars quickly um and i used to say that i, I drove cars the way they were meant to be driven and uh, mm-hmm. that's a, a young man's game i, I don't i don't want to go fast i want to save gas money i want to i want to go i, wanna, I don't want to wear up my brakes i don't want to do maintenance if i don't have to i want to let everything be as low cost and long life as possible <laughs> right. Look, I've been waiting to do this for a while. I got uh, I got I got three clips of products that I think are highly illegal, uh, but we're gonna I want to show them to you because right. they're available. Um, I'm gonna start with the the one that I feel is the most illegal. Now, when I show the clip, it's probably gonna mute us. I don't know if the audio is gonna come through for the listener. Who the hell knows? We'll show you the clip. And we'll talk about it after. So Roll the dice. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what comes up. Gadgets Part 78. This device is a remote-controlled LED light. It sticks to the back of your car and helps you communicate with other drivers on the road, giving them quick and easy feedback. <laughs> All right. So for those who are listening, it was essentially a uh, LED hand where the fingers can go down and leave only one standing up, and you stick it on your back window to tell people it, it, how you're feeling. You can high-five them or give them the bird. Exactly. Is this an illegal product? Would this be something that like would get you pulled over? So maybe. Okay. It's it's not it's not something specifically illegal. You're not allowed to project light other than red or amber to the rear. It's red from the looks of it. If yep. it flashed red, if it was intermittent flashes of red or something that could be confused as a police light, we'd never okay. have one that does that, then you could be potentially running into problems. Um you might get yourself into some road ragey kind of situation by escalating things by giving someone the bird electronically. I, I don't know. I don't think it's specifically illegal. Uh, it doesn't. Obst- you can obstruct your rear uh, window with that. That that's legal. I don't see a problem with it, other than the fact that it's probably in poor taste. Okay. Item number two. This one's a. Uh, this one's dangerous. Okay, yeah, so for the, that little guy. For those again who are listening, it was essentially a magnetic leaf stuck to the license plate that has a little button that allows you to drop it. It'll obscure your your license plate, presumably to either avoid a four hundred seven in Toronto or a police officer who's looking to pull you over. It, Maybe I a red light s- camera. It, it's it's ingenious and <laughs> it's illegal. Um, I, I, I gotta say that I, I don't think that I would think it's very suspicious to see a leaf stuck to a, a license plate until having seen that video. So thank you for the video. No, I actually, I've seen that before. <laughs> it's an electromagnet placed behind the license plate and it's running all the time. But when you hit that button, it dis- it disrupts it or turns off the magnet, the leaf falls down. I wonder how much replacement leaves are. Like, do you get yeah, a, I, a kit? I, I My only thinking with this is this person must live in an area where there's a camera that they're trying to avoid the occasional ticket. I cannot envision this being useful. Like if you're trying to avoid police. 
No, it, it's it's somewhat silly. I've seen other contraptions that actually retract or flip plates. Seen those uh, too. Th- those are those are they're all illegal. Uh, yeah. The other ones are, are obviously bigger issues. Uh, this one, I gotta say, would probably not get noticed. Right? <laughs> it, it, it it it's somewhat. Uh, I gotta say, it's ingenious because yeah. I I wouldn't think anything of it. Mind you, if I walked up to a vehicle and the plate was obstructed with that leaf, I'd probably go and try and wipe it off. And when it was stuck Just, there, then I'd yeah. lay a charge. <laughs> guy, why isn't that leaf coming off? You want to talk to me about that? Yes. So you bring out the, uh, the you know, the police baton and start prying it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that got es- it escalates quickly. And then this last one is just insane. But uh, but be- before yeah. you move on to the next well, one, I'm sorry to go back to it. What kind of driving are you doing that you are really trying to avoid detection and identification? What like you're up to no good when you're getting one of these. And it, it, if you're even investigating ways of remaining undetected. You're you're just you're just looking for a problem. You're probably driving in a way that that you're going to end up hurting somebody, yourself or somebody else, uh, and 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 somebody who's probably at high risk of getting some pretty extreme insurance hikes. Just saying. I think if you're at the stage where you're trying to hide your plate, you're probably not too worried about your insurance premiums. Maybe you don't have insurance. Maybe that's why. <laughs> it's, it's like you're willing to roll the dice and and get pulled over. It's, it's bigger problems, bigger fish to fry at that point. All right, and this last one's going to just lead to all kinds of problems, but I got tons of questions afterwards. All right. Oh, and there's a woman. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right? Okay, so for, again, for those listening, uh, essentially it was uh, what appeared to be a pistol uh, in where you would put ammo. I'm, I'm not a cop. Uh there were cigarettes. The ammo place. Pull the trigger. The ammo place. The ammo thing. I've shot a gun once in Vegas. Um, it was uh, the uh, the ammo place. There were cigarettes hid, held there, and when you pulled the trigger, it was also a lighter. It was all black. There was nothing to indicate this was not a a, a, a weapon. Uh, Officer Shapiro, thoughts. Well, I think that's a good way to get shot. Uh, if you pull that on a, uh, I mean, if that's your goal, you're either trying to die by cancer and, and cigarette smoke, or you're or you're trying to get uh, killed by a police officer. Uh, it, it, needless to say, if you're pulled over by police and you choose to use a replica firearm as your cigarette container slash lighter, um, that's a bad idea. That's a really bad idea. In general, the idea of like what. We'll leave the handgun conversation aside. The idea of replica-looking items that are even available for sale. I don't know if this was this looked like it was overseas, but I'm sure if I went to Amazon, I could find something similar. Um, you know, the toy gun debate has been held a, a thousand times over. Sure. Um, I don't even remember in our, a while back. I think it was in Edmonton. Uh, the guy walking the beach with the cell phone holder that also uh-huh. looked like a replica gun. Like, why are these products even allowed to be sold? Because it just feels like it's an asking for a tragic accident. Well, there's a ton of items that are that are illegal for use or illegal for public, uh, you know, brandishing. Uh, but to own or possess or manufacture and sell are not illegal. Uh, replica guns are, are kind of in a, in a weird place because technically replicas are illegal. Now that does not resemble a specific firearm. It doesn't say Glock on the side. I would not confuse that with an actual firearm. Being able to see it uh, 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 in operation, but at a glance, 
at a glance, that's someone, that's a police officer responding with a gun. Uh, we had someone in the city of Toronto who took uh, what is an airsoft gun, which really, in my opinion, is a replica. Many will disagree with me, but it, it looked like a M60, I think, or MC. And he went into a subway carrying it. Well, it's just a toy, right? Well, that, that resulted in many calls to police and a, a an armed, well, all police officers are armed, but they, 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 they went fast to respond yeah. to the threat where someone was possibly going to shoot up a, a, a subway station. Not smart. Uh, you know, something like that is just not smart. There are better, if you're going to smoke, just use the bloody package. Don't, don't get something <laughs> like these cell phone containers. And, and I got to tell you, even if you painted that purple with polka dots, that could still be a firearm because bad guys have figured out that if you paint it like a toy, you can carry it more places. So I've seen guns that are real, that are painted to look like the, like the duck hunt gun. That's, yeah, you can go Google it. You can Google it. You can find it online. When we were in Vegas, uh, as part of our honeymoon, <laughs> we went and shot some guns, and my wife fired a uh, a bright pink machine gun. Beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous looking. Hello gorgeous Kitty. Looking but Is it Hello Kitty? I saw a Hello Kitty machine gun. It wasn't Hello Kitty, but it was painted bright pink, and they were like, "Would she like to fire this one?" She's like, "Of course I would. That looks great." <laughs> but, they, but they, it, it befuddles me because again. This is like, I guess it, I guess you're. It's the same as the uh, the Bluetooth seatbelts here. It's if it's for show and it's not leaving your house, or maybe you use it at a car show because you don't want it going off the whole time. There is a purpose to it, but limited. But okay. I mean, I, listen. When I was a kid, I loved cap guns and toy guns. I was all about it, right? I had BB the guns. The more realistic like, looking, the better. Oh yeah, but but we don't live in a, in society that accepts anything anymore. We're 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 scared, and we call police for everything, and I and that's for good because we don't want. We've seen too many tragedies. We've also heard of the tragedies. I, I've not I mean directly involved, but we've we've seen kids that have been shot uh, as a result of a confusion or a misunderstanding that that gun could be real and then not responding appropriately to, to direction. It's just a, it's just a, 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 a horrible, horrible uh, chance of, of uh, or with a terrible outcome. Like gun, guns and kids and guns and people uh, uh, being used like this, not a good idea. Trained individuals with firearms. In Canada, we only see police and uh, military and legal gun owners. I have a problem with them. But they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't walk around with a silly thing like that. No, because they'd be smarter with it, the education process, the whole nine yards. Well, we have we have a, a you know legal gun owners in in Canada. Uh, they they have to be trained. They they respect the rules because they want to maintain that hobby that they have. Um, the bad guys they they don't follow those rules. Different different situation. They go out and buy things to obstruct their license plate and carry around. Ooh, I, that would, the, I, can we connect the, those dots? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the same guy who has the uh, the lighter gun is the same guy who buys the uh, license plate obstructor. For sure. You know, if, you for sure. if you click on one on Amazon, it actually says frequently bought together, and it shows you the other two. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the police are doing all day? They're just on Amazon like, what combination of character am I looking for here? Got it. <laughs> Officer Shapiro, uh, it's been 25 minutes, my friend. You know I Holy like to keep them short. I know, right? It goes quickly. It uh, look, you, you're the best. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you do. You, you run these incredible Q&A sessions all week long. Um, you are, um, I had a, I don't know if you noticed that someone commented, why is the police commenting on this guy's video? And I'm like, the guy who runs, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's good. It's, it's, it's helping to bridge the, the gap between the community and the police and your work. Um, I don't think can go understated. So thank you for all that you do. 
My pleasure. I have a lot of fun doing it. And anything that we can do to, to answer questions and be available to the public to, to do what we used to do in, in small settings, right? We used to be at, at, at barbecues and, and schools and do all this stuff. We, we don't do that the same way anymore. So You can't do, you, do it. You can't where, do do, it. where do you go to get access? Now we now it's social media. It's where everybody goes. So we, we are glad to be uh, holding out a shingle and doing exactly that. But you're the you're you're the gold star in terms of the example. You're the you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you blush. You are the Wendy's of social media for police officer because Wendy's is pretty solid. They're really I, I good. Like, on this I like though. Wendy's. Probably not gonna be on my diet. I got I gotta drop some weight, but uh, I do. They, well, they have broccoli, right? They have broccoli. There. I don't know who the hell goes there for broccoli. <laughs> But I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. The Wendy's like broccoli. What the hell are you talking about? Well, it's in the it's it's with the cheese sauce and the potato. Yeah, it's in the enough. cheese sauce. It's healthy. <laughs> That's dairy and vegetable. I'm good. Two food Perfect. groups. Perfect. I'm ending it now. <laughs> That's it. That's the show. Man, he's great. Uh Officer Sean Shapiro, thank you so much again for your time today. I appreciate it. I want to thank DeanBundell.com, DeanBundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network, including yours truly. Uh, he's terrific. His network is terrific, and there are some big changes coming in the new year. Shh, don't tell anyone. Um, and as soon as I'm allowed to say, I will say. But we're not there yet. Also, I want to thank MomCaveTV.com. MomCaveTV.com became a partner of mine later in the year. But um, has been a lot of fun getting to know them and work with the fine ladies over there. So check out their website, momcavetv.com. I'm going to skip the merch conversation because who the hell cares at this point in the year. Um, but I want to say thank you. I want to say, say thank you to you. Uh, if you're an avid listener, you've heard me say this uh, many times. And I'll continue to say it. This, uh, this podcast is a, a dream of mine in a lot of ways. And it was a dream that I didn't know I had. Uh, I wanted to be a radio guy. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian when I was a kid. And this has given me the opportunity to do that. So as we wrap up the year 2022, as we um, wrap up episode 125, I think this is, and I, I think about the humble beginnings of um, a seven, eight minute podcast in my walk-in closet, recording on my iPhone with an iPhone mic, just a standard headset to where we are now and to where I see this going in the future. Um, it is just remarkable. So thank you. Uh, you know, from the interaction and friends I've made through social media, to the guests we've had on this little program, on this little podcast, we've had names that you know and you love and you recognize, and we continue to get, um, I continue to get guests better than I deserve, and uh, it's just a phenomenal journey. So thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for tagging along for the ride. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for giving a thumbs up or a five star review. Thank you for leaving comments. I just, I sincerely appreciate it. And I want nothing but the best for you and your family and friends in the new year. I want it all. I wanted, I wanted that all for you this year as well, but this year's done. So now let's look to 2023. I hope you find your passion like I did. I hope you find um, a hobby that brings you fulfillment and joy. I hope that 
you are able to get the most out of life, whatever that means for you. It's different for everyone. And the measure of success and happiness is different for everyone. But it's attainable for all of us. Takes a little self-reflection. Takes a little bit of hard work. But it's available. So from my family to yours, happy holidays and all the best. Be well, be safe, and we'll be in touch probably the first week of January. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Damn. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.